Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Back at it again. And the NBA draft is plausibly today. This is our Thursday show. So the NBA draft. Uh, coming up in many, many hours uh, from right now. And one of the stories, which is all over the place, involves the New York Knicks. There's an obsession with what Phil Jackson is going to do with the Knicks on draft day and specifically with Kristaps Porzingis. Now, Jackson confirming all of the chatter this week that the, the Knicks are looking to trade Porzingis. That was not fake news. That was not. That was accurate news. As the the Zen master unloading 
on a state-run New York Nick TV interview, the MSG Network in New York, Jackson confirming that, indeed, the phone is ringing, and it's all about Porzingis. And the Knicks are listening. They're not slamming the phone down. They're not, not answering the phone. Uh, they are they're open to this. They are open to this. It's, it hasn't been appetizing enough for the Knicks, but they are open. So I wanted to talk about this. Now, the Zen master made several declarations. He made several declarations here, uh, including the fact that he said as, as much as the Knicks love Porzingis, uh, they have to look out for their best interest. We're getting calls. Um, you know, as much as we value Chris Stops and, you know, what he's done for us, when a guy doesn't show up at an exit meeting, everybody starts speculating on, you know, the duration or years in movability from a club. So we, we've been getting calls. All right, so that's uh, Phil. The phone's been ringing. Uh, Phil never does interviews in the uh, the off season. He hates this. This is painful for him. But uh, Phil again uh, talking about Porzingis and the fact that uh, there is a plan. There is a there is a lot going on here. Uh, we're listening, but we're not uh, intrigued yet at this level. But uh, as much as we love this guy, you know, we have to do what's good for our club. All right, so I assume the Knicks would want, and we'll ask Phil. Phil, you want like LeBron James in return, right? You would take LeBron, maybe Steph Curry, Kevin Durant in return, yes? You know, what, what it brings is it brings two starters and a draft pick or, you know, something that's even beyond that is something that we have to look at as far as uh, going down the road. Yes, always down the road. All right, so now, now we, we move on here. This is Phil had a lot to say. The one that got my attention, though, was the, the one where Phil dug in and pretty much laid out how Kristaps Porzingis has written his own ticket out of a Knicks uniform. Um, I don't think I've ever had a player over 25 years of coaching, maybe 30, not coming to an exit meeting. Um, so it's, it's not happened to me. Um, I know it happens to other people and other players. Um, and his, you know, his brother and his agent have said, you know, downplayed it, but you know, still, it's a chance for a person to express themselves. And I had a real good relationship with Chris Dobbs over the last two years. So it was kind of surprising. Yeah. Uh, so the, the question is, how should Chris Dobbs Porzingis of the Knicks feel about all this? And I, I got two things. Regretful. And I'm going to go depressed. And, and I'll tell you what. Number one, Phil Jackson, we know he's not a great poker player. We just played the sound right there. Uh, and he revealed why the Knicks are even considering the possibility of trading what has become the franchise centerpiece because of the fact that Porzingis did not show up to that exit interview. You can say that's an overreaction, but that's how Phil Jackson feels, and he's not hiding from that. And that was a reference to Porzingis' decision to essentially spit a loogie in Phil Jackson's face and say, I'm not going to go to that meeting. I don't want a part of that. And and he was upset, supposedly, because of Carmelo Anthony was not treated right. God, it's ridiculous. That's a soap opera. Uh, and, and so this is partly a generational divide. Like, Phil Jackson demands certain things. Like accountability, personal responsibility. And in the head of Phil Jackson, this is insubordination by Kristaps Porzingis. And I would think that he is going to regret the fact that he didn't go to that and Phil's also upset because while he has talked to Porzingis, uh, it is not Phil's favorite form of communication. Well, I've reached out. 
Um, you know, we've communicated, not through uh, voice or anything, although I've tried to call. But, yeah, it's uh, it's got to be. And they say no worries. He's working hard. And, you know, there are plenty of pictures on the Internet about him working hard and, and uh, working at it. Um, so, yeah, we'll get it back. Yeah, so Phil Jackson, who's, what is he, 70? He don't want to be texting Kristaps Porzingis. Like, I don't, I'm not a texter is what he's essentially saying. We know Phil's not great at Twitter, so he's probably not that great at texting uh, Porzingis. But that is not a sword you want to fall on if you're Kristaps Porzingis. You, you do not you let Carmelo fight his own battles here. This is not a noble battle for Porzingis. And you combine that with the fact late in the season last year there were some signs that the Knicks were worried about Porzingis showing some uh, Carmelo-like tendencies where he was a bit of a dog. And they were not happy about that. Uh, And so it all adds up to where now Porzingis is being dangled and the draft is tonight. And is Porzingis going to be traded uh, before the NBA draft gets started at 7 o'clock Eastern time? And the second thing here, if I am Kristaps Porzingis, I would also feel depressed because this did not have to happen. He's 21 years old. He's become a, a big name for the Knicks. The Knicks have been terrible uh, since he arrived, and they were terrible before he arrived. But you're 21 years old. You're living in New York. You're a big name. The Knicks aren't very good, but you figure they'll build around Porzingis. He could be there for the better part of a decade. We know what he is. He's a unicorn, and he's special. Yes. Yes. That, that will not come back to haunt Phil Jackson at all, will it? No, not at all. Has, have you ever called anyone over the age of, uh, like, nine a unicorn? Porzingis is 21 years old, and Phil Jackson just called him. I know that's his nickname. I get it. I'm not that naive to this, but call him a unit. Can we play that again? This is wonderful. We're going to add this to our rotation. This is great. We know what he is. He's a unicorn, and he's special. (laughs) Is that allowed? Are you allowed to have a unicorn in the NBA? Is that like a violation of the collective bargaining agreement somehow? We'll have to look into that. But I, I would go with the emotion of depressed. I, I would also have heartburn if I'm Porzingis. Like he thinks he's beating the system. And it is certainly possible that Porzingis will end up in another good situation. The Boston Celtics have been mentioned. Uh, he could end up with the team in the L.A. So there's a chance that that happens. There's also a possibility that Phil Jackson could be vindictive and send him to the NBA's version of Siberia, uh, which would be what? Sacramento, who has a couple of top ten picks. And the, the Knicks would like to get a couple of top ten picks, extra draft picks, right, and another pick down the line. Uh, and so that's that's where we stand on this. And those few but loyal New York basketball fans are hyperventilating over this. They uh, they've they've had a tough time dealing with the Porzingis rumors. And I, again, I want to go back to something that we just said here: the Knicks have stunk. Since Kristaps arrived, I agree, he's uh, somewhat interesting. And he's a pretty good player. And he's done some pretty neat things with the Knicks. But it's not like the Knicks, if they got rid of Porzingis, like this would be the death of the franchise. That, that's, that's not accurate. Uh, anyway, the bottom line, even if Phil Jackson does not end up trading Porzingis today on NBA Draft Day, it is pretty obvious here that the message has been sent to what Phil likes to call the unicorn, the Latvian unicorn there, uh, that the Zen master 
He's had enough. He's coached a bunch of Looney Tunes when he was with the Chicago Bulls and the Lakers. Uh, players like uh, Dennis Rodman multiple times and others. And he's, he's like, hey, yeah, you got to show up. And all those space cadets, and there were a bunch of freak shows, but at least they were professional enough to show up to their exit interviews. And that's a big deal uh, for Phil Jackson. And uh, it's Kristaps Porzingis because he was not accountable. Accountability, there's a good word. Uh, that has put himself in the middle of this, and now he's being tossed around the flea market of the NBA. All right, this is the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and we will take your phone calls. You know the number. You can be part of this. And also available on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the show. And our Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. That's Ben Maller Show. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie is here as well. I am here, and yes. I got to ask you. Yes, sir. How are you uh, dealing with your surroundings in the Fox Sports Radio studios? Laser they're, they're very focus. different than they were yesterday. Yeah, there's, a, there's work going on behind the scenes. There's some very hardworking people that are busting their ass, Eddie, because they're, the, they're the entire studio is now blue. Yes, they love like, the color blue here. Apparently, we got our kitchen is blue. Well, this is nice though. This is like I've worked and, here uh, for almost twenty years, yeah. and this is Fox much, Sports Radio logos everywhere. This is much better than how it was. They've redone the studio in the process of redoing the studios as we're doing the show. I'm told they're almost done though. So. Does, does this make you? Uh, you think this will up your performance level at all in those surroundings? Well, I usually like the studio darker, Eddie, and it's uh, very light in here because the people need to see what they're doing. So I'm, I was a little off. I admit that was not. That was not my masterpiece right there. That was not my Mona Lisa. But uh, we will we will press on. And once they, these guys leave, I'm going to make it pitch black in here. Oh, there you go. See, they're turning the lights. They just – was that Dave Weiss just turned the lights on? You can turn them off. I don't, care. I don't need the lights on. Yeah, so. But it looks nice. Even the microphones now, they have the logo on them. I mean, this is like a real deal here. Hmm. We may have to yeah. do a little periscope action later. You think so? Yeah. People like to uh, know what, what kind of environment we work in. They yeah. like to, yeah. to see behind the scenes. What about your room? Is your room still the same? Yeah, 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 still the same. Right. Yeah, they don't care about you. I know. Yeah, they care about me. They don't care about you. See, you see that? <laughs> I don't know about you so much. Some of the other people. Is this? You believe this is for the daytime talent? Is that might what you're be? You don't think they're worried about the overnight show here? Could that be. they look good in the yeah. Well, you, we you look. Just, you the, might just be the beneficiary of that. Well, the show that looks good talks good, right? Isn't that how it That's works what in radio? Say, yeah. Yeah. That's what they say. My ass feels so good so, right now. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's very exciting. All right. I know you're you're very excited about the NBA draft also, Eddie. You're looking oh, forward to that. Oh, yeah. Counting down the minutes. You know it. A little timer on your phone, and you'll be listening to all the great coverage here on Fox Sports Radio and monitoring everything. You don't want to oh, miss anything. Oh, there's no question. Is yeah, it's, somebody wants to say, used to uh, say. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, there's no question. Yeah. So you, did you watch any baseball, Eddie? I was at a baseball game. I saw the Mets. We'll talk more about it later. You went to another baseball yes, game? back Ca- to calm back. Calm down, man. Take it slow. The There's Dodgers. plenty. There's plenty the there. The Dodgers are on a rampage, and the Mets yeah, suck. I was texting all my friends in the media that are Mets fans, pointing out how terrible the Mets are. I loved it. It's so much fun. I'm glad. This is a terrible Mets baseball team, and I'm enjoying every second of it because I've worked with a bunch of people that love the Mets and Mr. Met and everything related to the Mets and they are a disgrace. Not only are they a baseball team, they are a disgrace this season. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Exciting news. We've been very uh, stagnant on the NFL Bookham, but we have an NFL Bookham update. <laughs> we take you now to Waikiki. I know I'm, I love Hawaii. I go there as often as I can. So. 
wonderful place uh, to visit and uh, maybe live someday. But uh, right there, Honolulu, party scene, and celebrating his birthday. Green Bay Packers defensive lineman, Latroy Guyon. And how did he spend his birthday? He got hammered. He went for it. How do I know he got hammered? Because he got busted for driving under the influence uh, in a little intoxication situation there. And so that is an arrest that adds uh, at least a point or two to who? Now, who had the Green Bay Packers? That's right. Justin Cooper. You can put it on the board. Yeah, yeah the yes. NFL book. And congratulations, Coop. Ben, I, I was uh, reading that that player was already he was already suspended for the first four games yeah. of the 2017 wow, season. Wow, this could lead to a release. <laughs> you could get a lot of points out of this, Coop. So that's a big one. We're in the home stretch here. Yeah. That's, Not that uh, we want this to happen. No, no, it's wrong. And no one should drink and drive. It's, it's immoral. You should not do that. It's wrong. Dangerous. Yes. Of course not. But if you do do something like that, you should be disciplined by getting released from your team or being put on the commissioner's <laughs> well, list. Either one. Iron hand that. Cooper right there. I don't know about that, Cooper. I mean, you're, you're kind of, aren't you more of a spirit of the law than literally law guy? Isn't that how you kind of roll there? Right? No? Not in the bookum world. Not in the bookum world. So how not far. It benefits him. How far behind are you? I know you were trailing, right? But. How does this, this obviously helps. Yes, this will give me my 10th point, so I, I will trail you by only a point, but okay. Danny G's out ahead with 17 points, so I, I, I need that release. So he's, he's got, how many points do I have? You have 11. All right, I need like seven guys on the Browns to get arrested. <laughs> can we have like the, the Browns end up, I don't know what the hell they Party can do. boat. Yeah, party boat would be good. You know what I'm, what I'm going to no, do actually, now? You got the Browns. a minute. You got the Browns. I need the Vikings. Yes. No. I need love boat part I, two. I liked your first idea. No, More no, Browns. No, 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 I have no, the Browns, Dave. No, he's oh. got the Browns. <laughs> oh, I thought you I got, You don't even know who you have. I got the Rams. I can't Bucks. remember all my teams. I got the list right now. I have the Rams, Vikings, Broncos, Dolphins, Seahawks, Jets, Jags, and Bucks. And it's summer, it's hot, guys go out, they do stuff. I, I got to at least get a Dolphin arrested before the start of camp for something. Right? Can I at least get a Miami Dolphin popped in there? And now, is Eddie in last place? He's in last, right? He, yeah, dead he last. Is, he has one point. Yeah. yeah. So you have, you have the Bengals, Patriots, Steelers, Saints, Raiders, Eagles, Giants. Bunch of goody goodies. And Lions. And the Giants were the only uh, team to come through for him so far. I feel something coming on for the Dallas Cowboys. You think the Cowboys? They're, nah. they're, they're always good for a few points at the last minute. I have Pac-Man. Pac-Man hasn't gotten in trouble in a couple weeks. He's due to get arrested again. He gets arrested every three months. He's due to get arrested. I could totally see like a member of the Saints, right? The the hanging out, uh, having to have a couple of drinks at Pat O'Brien's there, and just going out and going for it. Not that you should do that again, Eddie. It would be wrong. But if you're new to our well, show, you know Ben, we yeah. got big Fourth of July coming up here. Oh yeah, who knows? Wait a minute, party, Wait. legal fireworks. You have the who has the Giants? I have the Giants. Oh well, hey, the guy's got one more hand there, Eddie. You know, you, you never know. Hey, JPP, use, use your toes. I'm guessing he light won't, up some fireworks with your toes. I don't think JPP will be using fireworks this year on the Fourth of July. I have a feeling he will refrain uh, from using fireworks. It's a, this is like the home stretch. And, and remember, in the years past, now we've done the NFL book in which we, we, we try to point out we don't want anyone to be arrested. But if they are arrested for, uh, for crimes in the offseason, we want to get credit for that. And you get one point for a misdemeanor, three points for a felony. If an arrest results in a suspension or a release, a commissioner's list five points for that. 
You get five points for that. Any coach that gets arrested gets a couple of points. So, for example, if Bill Belichick went, goes on a bender and somehow gets arrested in like a bar fight, I get two points for that. And if an NFL executive were to be popped for something, that's, a, that's worth four points. So front office arrest, four points. That's, that's the scoring system. It's very exciting. No one else is doing this, but no one else has this, uh, this game. Yet. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't ripped it off. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. All right, uh, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Now, you have a you have an update here, Koopa Loop. We have a Coop update. What is the update for, Coop? Yes, Ben, it is actually for the NFL Bookum. Okay, the NFL Bookum update. Did someone get arrested in the last half hour? Now, I, I wanted to check back on the on the database just to make sure we hadn't okay. missed anything. Okay. And it turns out we had Oh! Well, couple, get your scorecards out. players Get here. your scorecards out. Hold on a sec. Let me get my scorecard. No, no, hold on a sec. I'm going to get it in front of me. There were three players that we overlooked. We missed three arrests? Yes. Uh, one was brand yeah, new. One, one was today, so that one's, okay. that one's okay. That was the Green Bay guy I'm, on his birthday, right? That was the one well, that we... That, that one we knew about. There was another one today. Another one? Yes. What team? The Jets. The, I got the Jets! Yes. I got the Jets! I got the Jets! Lorenzo Malden. Who's that? I don't even know who that is. He is a linebacker. Yeah, we'll bring Eddie in. Sure, why not? He was arrested for assault because he punched a man in the face for allegedly spilling champagne on him. Oh, Oh, you shouldn't do that. Okay. Man, he could be released, Man, he should have just went to a bouncer. So I got the Jets. That's good. That's a point for me. I push ahead of you, Coop, some more. Now, little cushion. Unfortunately, the other two players that were overlooked earlier in the season... Yeah. Also belong to you, Ben. Oh, yeah! man. What, te- what team? Yeah! That scouting payoff. You guys, you ripped me, you ripped me, and you ripped me. Hold on a second I spent now. seven hours scouting rosters and doing research for the NFL book. It was I, paying I off right now. I want you, Ben Maller, what? to give our producer, Coop DeLoop, some credit here because you're always talking about how we're always against you and we never oh, give you credit, stop. blah, blah, blah. Listen. He brought up you the should, fact that you, you got these credit. points. We're doing the right thing. You would have never known credit. about it. I would have known about it. I have my Man. fact checker. This is the best oh, executive producer jerk. you've ever had on the show. <laughs> you, you should at right least now. wait another yes. year before you get rid of this. This just one. goes to I'll show you here. that this <laughs> just goes to show you that all this talk about how we cheat oh, Ben is all yeah. stop. Bunch of crap. Right. I know you're crazy. A bunch of crap. Don't turn this into and a conversation about that. Right evidence. But, I but, present I'm, evidence. You, you we live, got a good one. You're still trailing by one point. So again, let me just recap what Eddie's saying there. Eddie, yes, please do. Eddie knows that the moral compass of this show, the staff, is so haywire that when no. someone does what they're supposed no. to do, they should deserve a that. Uh, what boy. I'm doing is presenting a, and a pat on the clear back. evidence. This is not uh, evidence no at all. Conspiracy That's what you're supposed you. to do. That's your job. But now, you're claiming that we're always against you. I, we're cheating you. Are, you. Clearly, well, that is uh, not the case. Koopa Loop has provided right, evidence Eddie, that is not the case. I know you're upset. The, the games have not gone your way lately. I'm it's not, not upset. Been a I'm, well, I am upset that you it won't is, give uh, Coop credit and you won't well, again, be uh, honest enough to say that there's no cheating against you. Uh, well, I fixed that. And even though you nothing to fix. Even though you owe me five dollars, I don't owe you any. There's no money that you lost a bet. You let too many regulars on on newbie night. You did. I hope three more of your players get arrested and you don't notice it. I'm not wow. bringing it up next time. Wow. You see that? You see that, Eddie? You were just praising him, and now all of a sudden 
You see, now he's admitting. You say no, he's not going to bring it up. You won't even admit. He's admitting it. My, my right fair and balanced attitude <laughs> towards balanced. the games that we play on this show. <laughs> I've had to change all the rules because of the it, intense cheating scandal. It just goes to scandal. show who the real cheater of the show exactly. is. That has been going ben on here. Mallard. Why? Because I made it fair? I made the games you fair, and now anything. I win, and I'm screwing you. I, I'm you just, didn't I'm, do anything. Am, you're, on a, am, you're on a little bit of a run. Like It'll a, turn. It's like an Eddie Garcia And then, it, then you'll be looking for a new conspiracy. You, you have no chance if it's on the up and up. That's what I've always said, uh, and you have been charbroiled since we went on you're, the up and you're up. You're a fool. I, have, oh, I just destroyed you last night. Every, yeah, every but night's it's, a blowout. It's just evening out, because after you made the quote-unquote rule changes, you were blanked 76 to nothing three games in a row. So now it's evening out. That's it's all. evening out. Yeah. Is that right? Well, again, the listeners tell me the feedback I get is that they like the games being fair and they like the fact that yeah, I'm they, winning. They, they have always been fair. They, they've not been fair. That's a lie. We've caught you cheating on the air. That's how you got <laughs> the nickname Willie. You got the nickname was, Willie no, because no, of you cheating. Claim, you accused me of cheating. There's no the, proof the, of cheating. The listener knows the truth, Eddie. Yes, the they do. Knows, I agree. And you're in the wrong, and that's no, fine. No, again, once again, correct. The but, evidence uh, was yeah. presented just moments ago that you get treated fairly, and no, your claims are bogus. That is a separate issue. That is not. No, we're talking a game about. Show. We're talking about how I, you claim things are stacked again. up against you, and it's biased against you. And we're all to get you. And Coop brings totally out of the blue. Yeah. Evidence that okay, there was there was these arrests that happened, and they were your teams, and now you get points for them, and you still won't give Again, us credit for what is real. And I there's no cheating going I, on. I don't give pats on the back when you do what you're supposed to do. I know you've got a sliding well, but scale what, of morality. What, what else do you do? I, I know that. You're always accusing and pointing fingers. Well, you do. I, you have I, no problem I, with that, again, but you won't give pats on the back. I was in the right. You, How about it's credit not, where credit is due? How about fault. that? No pats on the back. It's, Just it's, give credit where credit is Eddie, due. relax. It's not a false accusation. It was an accurate statement uh, that was going on. It was wrong. It was a violation of federal law. The FCC was going to investigate you. <laughs> Uh, you, you know, you can't cheat. Man, the amount of crap coming out of your mouth right now is uh, Did you ever is see, unbelievable. I know this is a kryptonite to you, Eddie, because when the games are fair, you don't win. But did you ever see the movie Quiz Show? I, I've won p- plenty, Ben. The won Quiz Show? Well, not, on, well, not when the game's been yes, fair. Yes, but in here. a few weeks, it'll turn. And no, no, no. The crew will start winning, and then you'll yeah. be like you're, accusing of cheating again. Your weak link is when the game is played on the up and up. That's your weak link. Lies. It was, again, last night you lies, were exposed Lies, here. lies, lies. The record speaks for itself. I'm going to rest my case It's here. a good thing that, you know, you don't get uh, charged for lying on the radio for anything, because if so, you would be in prison right now uh, serving two life sentences. Of course. <laughs> There is no bigger charlatan than Eddie Garcia. Now I want us to have a special edition of Password so that we can we can settle this before next week. I already want enough. We don't have any games. I'm going to hurt my neck from all these medals. I'm going to hurt my neck. I'm going to have to see a chiropractor. My my neck is all messed up here. I'm going to need a massage. Would you like to massage me? No. No. With coconut oil. <laughs> With acid. <laughs> All right. If you want to be part of this, uh, give us a buzz. So what's – now, Coop, do the math on that. How many points do I have now in the NFL? Board? You have 16 points. Ooh, Danny, are you feeling the nerves, Danny? You feeling nervous right now? No, as Steve yeah. Harvey says, we got a good one. And, and if you're going to um, stop my, my uh, three-peat, then, you know, I, I take on the challenge. Uh, okay. But uh, we got some uh, – how many weeks do we have left? I need my buddies in the LAPD that listen to the show. If any Ram player were to do something illegal, don't let them off. You know, don't, don't let them off the hook. And anybody in Minnesota, all my, my guys in Minnesota, I hear a lot of guys uh, working law enforcement there. You know what to do, boys. <laughs> if the Vikings have uh, an issue, 
When you is know, our last day on the calendar for when the first team goes to training camp? So I have to okay. look when the first team reports to training camp. Now we've in the past we actually have gone all the way to the start of the regular season. If you want, we can go all the way to the start of the regular season. Well, it'll depend really on where Ben is in the standings no, no, determine I, that I, or not. I, if he's oh, losing. Oh, look, look at Eddie's over there. Am Eddie. I wrong? Look at Eddie pouting over there. Look set at set you. a concrete look, date then. Look, uh, I have look, no chance look, to win. Look, look, I'm just trying to hold you. you accountable. Which, <laughs> look, you're so set a, set a concrete date. You are date. so concerned. Look at you. You're so worried about this. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And it is third degree time. We bring in the Coop Dalu. Ben, despite all of the deflate gate drama over the past couple of years, in a recent interview with NFL.com, Roger Goodell stated that his relationship with Patriots owner Robert Kraft was never strained. Strained. Do you believe him? I like how you repeated that word there. Strange. I miss. I I, I mispronounced yeah, it the first I got time. You. Well, it sounded fine to me. Uh, now listen, this is Roger Goodell's fairy tale. Uh, this is a fairy tale from the commissioner's office. A Bob Kraft is in his mid to late seventies now. I think he's seventy six. He's in the final chapter of his career as the Patriots owner. He's going out in a blaze of glory here with all these championships. He's living the life. This is a proud man who is worried about his legacy in the NFL, and the reputation has been altered because of the actions of Roger Goodell and several witch hunts against the New England Patriots. So if Bob Kraft is not upset, then there's something wrong with Bob Kraft. And B, in Roger Goodell's mind, he feels like Robert Kraft and him are good, right? Because Bob Kraft still talks with him at these social engagements where all the fat cat rich people in the NFL get together, they all you know, sit around and Bob Kraft doesn't act differently. But that's business. Right? That's Bob Kraft who needs to have a working relationship with the commissioner. He still wants to be on all these blue ribbon panels and all that, so it's important to him. But let's put it this way. If Robert Kraft and Roger Goodell have exactly the same relationship they did before, then Bob Kraft is a total fraud. Roger Goodell is exaggerating. Right? He's exaggerating the situation, and it's being dishonest. It's dishonest rhetoric. Next! Ben, we've, we've pretty much clarified that the New York Jets are tanking this season. It seems to be what their goal is. Now, do you think that the NFL could eliminate tanking by making a draft lottery with equal chances to all teams that miss the playoffs, kind of like the NBA draft lottery was when it was originally implemented? Yeah, see, I, I'm at my tipping point. You know this. You're trying to trigger me. I'm at my tipping point with tanking in sports, and I blame Sam effing Hinky and the Philadelphia 76ers and trust the process, shove it where the sun don't shine. So I have an idea. It's an unorthodox idea. It's an outside-the-box idea, but I want to go for it. I'm going to debut it right now in this mallard of the third degree. I want to flip the script, and I want to see what happens if you give the top teams the better selections, right? And, and I'll tell you why. Number one, we can stop rewarding franchises that trust the process and rebuild enough. You suck. You shouldn't be rewarded for putting a garbage team out there 
And you know what? If you do that for a couple of years, you're actually going to inspire these teams to figure out a different path out of the darkness. So much has been made about these draft picks, and everyone puts their faith in these draft picks. It would be pretty cool if Adam Silver or Roger Goodell had the balls to be a nonconformist and say enough is enough as punishment because so many of our teams are intentionally trying to lose. You know what we're going to do? We're going to say, you don't even get the top pick. You get the one of the bottom picks. How about that? See what happens. It'll be very interesting. Uh, you know, a little science experiment to see how it turns out. It would send shockwaves around that particular sport. Teams sell winning. And if you aren't winning, they sell the hope, the false hope of draft picks and how that's going to inspire you to win. And I've had enough of it. And, and number two, I am against the lottery. I am against the lottery. It's just another marketing tool for the NFL. And we know over the years the NBA has been accused several times of manipulating the outcome of lottery balls with the reputation that Roger Goodell has in the mud. You're telling me that if there was an NFL lottery, it wouldn't be similar to the NBA and there'd be accusations of shenanigans going on and they'd be bending corners to help out certain teams that are in the good graces of the NFL? Come on. Next. Ben, on Wednesday, Jerry Jones met with Pope Francis at the Vatican in Italy. It got me to wondering, who would you rather meet if you had the opportunity, Ben? The Pope, the Dalai Lama, or the Queen of England? That's the list. I can't do. I can't go outside that nope, list. That's those are the three. All right. Uh, all right. I will go with first of all royalty. When you have a chance to hang with royalty, you hang with royalty. You don't turn down royalty. So I would play poker. Uh, I, I'd play blackjack. I'd go to the casino with the Queen of England. We'd have a great time. We'd go out gambling. We'd go back. We'd hang out at Buckingham Palace, watch some ball games on the satellite. It would be wonderful. What else? They got that Windsor Castle, right? That's another place the royal Joking family. Eddie. It'd be fun. It'd be great. And, and the, the history of, of Britain and their battles with the U.S. I could you know, go back and walk through the halls of Buckingham House. And then after that, I would take the Dalai Lama. I, I'm very spiritual when it comes to sports conversation here. So I... I I would like to be enlightened with my uh, my chance to hang out with the, the Dalai Lama. And uh, several times a week, Koopaloop, in these Mahler monologues that we do every hour at the top of the hour, I act like a Tibetan monk, and I actually set myself on fire during the Mahler monologue. So it would be cool to hang out with the Dalai Lama and have a good time. And, uh, yeah, and after that, I guess I would put the Pope uh, lower down on the list. All right, there it is, Mahler to the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you fail this edition. That's a win for me. Although it would be fun to hang out in the Pope Mobile. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. All right, it's a win for me. Thank nope, you, you very fail. much. Uh, good win. I'll add that to my total. You blew it! Another. Eddie, you want to do a little uh, a little monologue and a haiku about how fair Coop is? You want to go ahead and do that again? You know. Well, he is the judge, Mr. whether you like uh, it or not. So Mr. if he Ethics, fails you, uh, he Mr. fails you. Mr. Ethical Judge over there. Another corrupt judge. As President Trump would say. No, your performance on yesterday's Mallard the Third Degree was so bad that you fail today <laughs> you by so, proxy. You are you are so hurt by the fact that uh, you, you cannot yeah. bend the rules anymore. Yeah. I have put the kibosh on the cheating. I am such a radio loser. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. We take you to Dodger Stadium, downtown L.A., the Dodgers and Mets. 
the third of a four-game series on a Wednesday night. And in the fourth inning, game I was at, fourth inning, the New York Mets pitching. Some guy named Tyler Pill uh, was pitching. I've never heard of him. He's a rookie uh, for the Mets. Tyler Pill, uh, pitcher, apparently. In the fourth inning, uh, Yasiel Puig comes up. Now, the, the Mets had intentionally walked a batter ahead of Puig to get to Yasiel Puig. He then hits a moonshot into the pavilion at Dodger Stadium. A home run that traveled uh, over 400 feet. Yasiel Puig! Very impressive home run. And uh, this upset Wilmer Flores. Isn't he the guy that was crying like a child uh, a couple of years ago? A little baby Wilmer Flores for the Mets. Well, Wilmer Flores was all upset. The Mets uh, infielder as Puig was making his way around the bases. Now, even before Puig made his way around the bases, he... He's in Hollywood. He posed. He struck a pose. There was some showboating that went on. And when Puig was making his way around the bases, Wilmer Flores started yelling at him. And we have the conversation. Wilmer Flores was upset with Puig that he had stopped vintage like Sammy Sosa. There have been other players that do it that stop and admire their work, their great performance. And so Puig admired the home run. And according to Wilmer Flores, this crying Met, he said, quote, I told them to run the bases. He said, I told them to run the bases. Uh, And then Flores went on to say, I don't think Puig knows what respect for the game is, uh, he said. So what did Yasiel Puig say back to Wilmer Flores when he said, I told him to run the bases? Puig responded by saying, F you! I love it. I love it. And so then uh, Puig took 32 seconds to get from home plate uh, to uh, home plate, you know, to do the whole victory lap around the bases there after hitting a home run into the left field pavilion. That was a three-run home run, which blew the game open in favor of the Dodgers. It was not only Wilmer Flores that got upset. Travis Darneau, the Mets catcher, who's no good either, uh, he also got upset with Yasiel Puig. But the two quotes here, right? Flores saying that Puig doesn't respect the game. And uh, Flores also said, we're playing horrible right now. We don't need this blank. That's the quote from Flores. Uh, And so uh, Puig played stupid, uh, and I give him credit for this. When asked if he did say F you, which you can clearly see, anyone who's ever used the F word knows uh, you can read the lips of Yasiel Puig. He obviously said, F you. It's pretty obvious he said it. But Puig's like, I don't remember what I said. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. So the question is this. Do the New York Mets have a right to be upset with Yasiel Puig? Yasiel Puig? Uh, the answer is, hell no. Hell no. And I'll tell you why. Right? Number one, it is not Yasiel Puig's problem that the Mets stink. He doesn't work for the New York Mets. He works for the Los Angeles Dodgers. All right? Play better. Let's start with that. All right? Yeah, I don't care. I know you're annoyed by this, and you're you're depressed because your season's in the toilet. The Mets are now nine games under 500, and they're going to start trading away players. Uh, the Mets are going to start un- unloading players soon enough. But in reality, Yasiel Puig had a, every right to be upset with the New York Mets. They drilled them in the game the night before. 
Uh, they, they, they nailed him with the pitch. And then in this particular game, is there anything more emasculating? First of all, they have to bat eighth. Puig was batting eighth. In the National League, when you bat eighth, the pitcher is behind you. They never pitch to you in that situation. And it, it, the ultimate trump card of disrespect, the Mets walking the hitter in front of Puig to get to Yasiel Puig. Right? So he, he was upset going up there that, you know, you don't think enough of me to even, you know, pitch the guy ahead of me. So what's up with that? And the second point here, Major League Baseball has – they've got all these think tanks that get together and they're trying to figure out, oh, my God, how can we solve baseball, right? You know the first thing I would do? I would outlaw the phrase, respect for the game. Stop that, all right? Y- Yasiel Puig bringing the razzle-dazzle to do- – and, and I, I was at the game. People loved it. The people that there, the Dodger fan loved it. The excitement that brought was great. And that's a problem because it, baseball, that's disrespecting the game? Screw you. You should encourage more of that. And it's the attitude of people like Wilmer Flores of the Mets. That attitude is all over baseball. This is a cancer. And baseball doesn't even realize it. They don't realize it. And you look at the NFL. The NFL, they have changed. And the reason they've changed is because they realize people like the celebration. The NFL, against their better judgment, the, the old stick-in-the-muds that run the National Football League, the graybeards, the old guys, who are, they're, they're going to be suffering on Sunday when guys score touchdowns and they start shaking their ass in the end zone. It's going to trigger these old guys that run NFL franchise. They'll be in panic when this start happens. It happens, but they're doing it because they know it is something that the people like, the masses like, and uh, stop. All right, and I, I know the, the Nets are annoyed and they're irritated and all that, but that's not Yasiel Puig's problem. Get the guy out, and then he won't be showboating and taking 30 seconds to run around the bases after he hit, hits a home run. And, and I love the fact that there were t- the TV cameras caught Yoenis Cespedes and Jose Reyes, two senior members of the Mets, who ran over to counsel Yasiel Puig <laughs> between innings. Like they, they all got together. Like, listen, we gotta have, we gotta have a uh, get together. We have a meeting on the field, and it's ridiculous, right? And Cespedes was asked about this, and uh, he said it was a quote personal conversation with his brother from a different country or from the same country back in the back in the day. So, uh, doesn't Cespedes celebrate when he hits home runs? To Yasiel Puig is public enemy number one. He has been tattooed with this reputation, and everything he does is under the microscope. That's fine. Listen, that's part of being Yasiel Puig, but in this particular case, it is absurd. Wilmer Cryan Flores of the Mets and Travis Darnot, embarrassing. The Ben Maller Show on Fox, if you would like to opine on that. And will Terry Collins be fired? I saw Terry Collins was, uh, let's just say he was really buddy-buddy with some of the executives from the Dodgers. You think Terry's trying to line up a job when the Mets fire him? You think he's like, hey, maybe I can get one of those front office jobs with the Dodgers and the Mets get rid of me. You think he's he's going down that avenue? All right. uh, ben Maller, Sean Fox. Now, I wanted to address the Freddie Freeman 
story. Freddie Freeman is out still. He's got a broken wrist. He's getting close to coming back. And it appears he will not be getting his job back with the Braves. Uh, He will not play first base anymore in Atlanta. And uh, Freeman, though, is not, not trading him. He is shifting across the infield. And he is going to play third base. He said he's 100% in on this. And in his mind, he is going to return to Atlanta after a couple weeks of practice as a third baseman. A long-time first baseman for the Braves. And he's going to shift across the diamond. And uh, the baseball chatter picked up on this. And I wanted to talk about it. I had a couple thoughts on this. Uh, He has played his entire career Freeman at first base. And so is this something or nothing? Now, it is something But the two thoughts I have about Freddie Freeman are it's unselfish and it's also necessary that he moves across the diamond. Uh, We'll we'll begin with the fact that it's unselfish because Freddie Freeman could have protested and been a douche and said, no, I'm the most beloved member of the Atlanta Braves. Everyone below the Mason-Dixon line loves me. I'm in the prime of my career. I'm 27 years old. I'm the one with the $135 million contract. Why would I change position? He's been to a couple of all-star games. The Braves haven't been good in years, but Freddie Freeman's been good. He's played at a high level. He was playing very well before he broke his wrist this year. And in the olden days, this would be the norm, right? This would be the norm. You would just, if your manager, your front office wanted you to shift positions, then you shift positions, whatever's in the best interest of the team. In these modern times, the fact that Freddie Freeman is willing to change positions makes a headline. This is like so outrageous that he's willing to do this. It's like, wow, this is big news in baseball. And we know the story of Derek Jeter and how selfish he was and A-Rod, a much better shortstop. You think Jeter was going to leave shortstop? No. He said, screw you. I'm Derek Jeter. I get all the models. Everyone loves me. You go play third base, A-Rod. So that's what A-Rod did. It hurt the Yankees because Jeter was a terrible defensive player. And it hurt the Yankees, but Jeter would not shift positions. So Freddie Freeman started taking ground balls. He's going to play third base when he comes back. Uh, Now, in addition, this was a necessary move for Freddie Freeman because it helps the Braves out. Matt Adams has been smashing and mashing and raking the baseball all over the place. And he did nothing his last year with the cheating Cardinals. But he has reinvented himself in Georgia, whether it's the ballpark or the, the laundry or whatever it is. Maybe he's using cork in his bat or steroids. I don't know, but the guy's playing really well. He's lost some weight, and he's doing a great job. But as long as Fat Adams is playing like an all-star, you leave him in the lineup. There's no DH in the National League. And so the question is, what happens when Adams, though, eventually regresses, when he reverts to the old Matt Adams and he can't hit anymore. So is this a temporary situation? If Matt Adams goes a month, like in July, and he's batting 180, does Freddie Freeman quietly move back to first base for the Braves, and Matt Adams takes a seat and gets hemorrhoids on the bench uh, for for Atlanta? Does that happen? And uh, Freeman hasn't played third base pretty much since high school. So uh, I, I would say it's it, it should be okay. I mean, he could throw the ball. Freeman's got a decent arm, we believe. And you just got to be quick, and it's all about positioning. Wouldn't it be easier to play third base than first base? In first base, you're involved in everything. Everything that goes on, every play in the infield, even the outfield, you're involved in everything. Third base, yeah, it's the hot corner, but you're not involved in everything. Uh, You're not. 
So, and one other observation. Much like earlier, we if you listen the entire night, uh, Eddie Garcia wanted to give a Nobel Peace Prize to the Koopa Loop because he did something that was something he should have done. We should not give the Nobel Peace Prize to Freddie Freeman because he was being considerate to the Braves' wishes and decided to move to third base. And Atlanta's not going to make the playoffs. They're a bad team. They're terrible. Uh, but it's nice that he did it. But let's let's stop with the uh, poetic things that are being said about Freddie Freeman, how kind he was to shift positions. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. You can give us a call. You know the number. You can be part of this. And also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. And I felt much better, Eddie, after uh, annihilating Wilmer Flores and the New York Metropolitans. Uh, I was more irritated with the Mets than the Mets were annoyed with my guy, Yasiel Puig, who's starting to hit all of a sudden. I don't know what he's doing, but he has snapped out of the funk, and Puig's had a good week, 10 days here. He's hit some home runs. He's doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, clearly, the Dodgers are just feeding all their players steroids. It's only the only explanation for all the home runs that they're hitting I'm, right I'm now. perfectly fine with that if that's what's going on. Whatever. I, I'm sure you are. Is, I, uh, I don't understand why. I, I've never understood why players – uh, you know, I know it's baseball and the unwritten rules and all that. Junk. Respect to the game, Eddie. He said Wilmer Flores. He doesn't respect the game. Yeah, it's that's that's lame. It's dumb. It's as dumb as when he was crying like a child. How come? He was be how the come Fernando Rodney uh, can pose and point and do all these things? Yeah, I'm and no fine one, with that. And I'm just saying, why is that 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 is you know disrespectful, right? Uh, I mean, yes. Why is no one call him out on that? Some Mets fan was all. I was tweeting about this, and some Mets fan got all upset. I said, "Listen, he saw you. Would you have a problem if the pitcher did it? I don't care if the Mets had come back and struck out Puig and did a conga line to the dugout. The entire team makes a trip around the bases in a conga line. I would have been fine with it. It would have been great. It would have made for a great meme. It would have been hilarious if the entire team had done a conga line off the field wearing Mets uniforms. Well, that, that, it would have been hilarious, that Eddie. That would have laughed my much. ass off. Yeah, that might be a bit much. It's but. all about the moment to go viral on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, Eddie. That's all they care about. Occasionally Snapchat. And those moments when Puig strikes a pose like a great gladiator that has just conquered a beast, right? The pitcher on the mound. That's a wonderful thing, Eddie. Yeah, you should celebrate that. Yeah, I have no problem with that at all. I mean, no. look, I've always said if the pitcher doesn't want the batter to do that, don't throw him a meatball. It's yes, just as simple as that. But I, I, it's fine. Celebrate. It's okay. I know it's a long season. I've heard all the stories over the years. I get it. But it's have a good time. Fine. Have a good time. And Puig had every right to be upset because the Mets, you, the intentional walk thing is like you don't even throw four pitches. Like you're so embarrassed. Go down to first base. We want to We want to pitch to the other guy because he sucks. That's what they're saying with the intentional walk. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's now time for... Time for... Hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. Like a hissing cockroach in the night. It is time for... I don't even know what that means. It's Ask Ben... Your questions and our answers. You can ask us any kind of questions. Now, if you ask us those boring 1980s sports radio-style questions, they are not going to get on the air. They are not going to be read. They will be deleted right away. Uh, We will try to expedite the process with the creme de la creme, the upper crust of questions, the rare, the inappropriate. uh, We will get to some of those as well. The uncommon question typically gets asked, on the radio, and now the one that asked all of the questions in a very condensed way, the Koopaloo. 
Ben, we're going to start with a question for you. All right. This is from Big Lou on Facebook. I've met Big Lou. Yes. yes several times. We Good man. We can all tell your love Although of- he likes hockey. A little weird, you know. We can all tell your love of game shows. Where did that start as a child? And did you make your mom, dad, and brothers participate in fake game shows that you hosted? Uh, well, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> no, I never tortured my parents that way. But I remember as a child, some of my favorite memories were when I ditched school and I'd stay home and I'd have to, like, kill time. You know, and I had, uh, you know, as a child, I faked illness. And in those days, back in the, the caveman days, when there was not this advancement in entertainment and stuff, like the only thing on during the day, I was either soap operas or game shows. So I loved, like, my favorite game show as a kid was Let's Make a Deal. I loved that. I thought, and, 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 and also, The Price is Right. I got to meet Bob Barker years ago on radio. That was a lot of fun. But all, The Wheel of Fortune was solid. Family Feud. Legends. And so as a child, through the eyes of a child, I fell in love with these game shows. And as an adult, I have become one of the great radio game show hosts of modern time. All right, we're going to start, or we're going to go with another question okay. for you, Ben. Yes. This is was from, that an atrocious answer? It was a fine answer. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, this is from Jacob Sin on Twitter. Hi, Jacob. He said he's got a great question for Ask Ben. Okay. It's for you. Say one nice thing about Eddie, Danny, and Coop. Uh, they all showed up to work on time today, and I'm very happy about that. Uh, none of them got any tickets on the way to work. Uh, they all apparently took showers, which is good. That's a solid thing. Uh, they appear to have brushed their teeth. They combed their hair, although I don't know what's under that hat that Danny wears, so I have no idea what's going on there. Uh, and they're, they're great Americans. They pay their taxes. Uh, and, yeah, there you go. That's like multiple nice things. <laughs> Man. All right. In your face. I suppose that In works. your face. Uh, this is a group question. This is from the Ben Maller fan. Okay. Well, that's a good, that's a good one right there. How many car, embrace that guy. How many car accidents have each of you been in? Oh, boy. Uh, I've had my share of fender benders. I don't even remember. I've probably been in over the years. I've been driving a long time. I drive a lot. I've gotten in, I want to say, like five accidents. In fact, the first day that I did the overnight show for the second time, after the management realized the mistake of their ways and they put me on, the day after I was driving to the gym, and those I, I thought, well, maybe I'll go to the gym in the afternoon. I won't go in the morning after the show. And I, I got rear-ended on a, on a freeway in L.A., and uh, that's happened a couple of times. So I, I, I'm going to go five. Eddie? Yeah, I'm going to go with three. Uh, one of them famously on my way to work when a the boat, boat yeah. became unhitched from uh, the vehicle that was towing it. That must have been a great uh, conversation with the insurance rep. You hit yeah. a boat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. And the guy just kept driving. Uh, or maybe he was drunk and didn't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, also, I had two accidents within the span of a month that totaled both cars. Ooh. Yeah. That's a- the insurance was uh, was great. After have that. I told the story? I was in line back in my big eating days at, at McDonald's at about 2.30 in the morning, if I remember correctly, and- they had the two windows working, which is rare. Usually at night, they only have the one window working at the fast food restaurants. So I'm in line at 2.30 in the morning getting my order of food, and I pull up from the, first, from the first window to the second window, which is where they give you the food. You pay at the first, they give you the food at the second. And the car in front of me, this teenager, realizes that he had forgotten a dish, uh, a side of food, and backs into my car, not realizing there was a car behind him. I was a helpless person. 
They must have forgot his fries. I don't know what they forgot, but uh, that was not, mm, uh, fries. not good. And it didn't even look any like my car was that damaged. But then, of course, you go to the, the chop oh, shop, yeah. and it's uh, $10,000 of hidden damage. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The way they make cars these days, you know, you can't just replace one part. No, it's no, no the whole the side other. of yeah, the car exactly, has to be replaced. Exactly. What a scam. Uh, what about you, Danny? Uh, I'm thinking back to one when I was a little kid in, in uh, my mom's car. And two, as an adult, the last one in 2006, where a drunk driver hit me head on on one of the canyon roads. Yeah, between Woodland Hills and Malibu on one of the canyon roads. Lucky to be here. And that dude had to be medevac, helicoptered out of the canyon. And, of course, he lived because he was, you know. Hammered. He was drunk. He was uh, loose. What what time was this? Were you driving? In the day. uh, Fortunately, yeah. At the top down. With my girlfriend at the time, and we were just taking a Sunday cruise to Malibu, so I was actually under the speed limit. Okay. Can you imagine if I had been going oh, yeah. over the speed limit? Yeah, you, you would have gone down the canyon, and that would have been it, right? Yeah, he, he came around been, a yeah. turn. He was going like 75 miles an hour around a canyon bend. Wow, that's crazy, man. I didn't know about that. All right, Kubalu, what about you? Well, um, if I'm adding, see, I know that since I started driving, I've been in at least four that I can remember. Okay. And then uh, if I'm adding, like, you know, when I was a kid, probably at least probably five or six. Parents, bad drivers? <laughs> no. Um, yeah. I mean, all the four that I've been involved in since I started driving has not been uh, my fault. So yeah. I guess my car is just a magnet for bad drivers. Yeah, I always say it's not my fault. I, I got one time the traffic all of a sudden stopped on the highway, and I was so pissed because I had stopped right just an inch before the car in front of me and the car behind me comes barreling into me, and I because of the chain reaction, I then hit the car in front of me. And the insurance blamed me for hitting the car in front of me. And I told the rep, I said, listen, this is before I had Geico. I said, listen, I didn't hit the car. The car pushed me into the car, and they said, like, well, it doesn't matter. In the eyes of the law, you are you know, you hit the car. Because like, oh, yeah, yeah. you didn't stop with enough distance I between stopped. you and the car. I didn't hit the car. I was ama- I was like an amazing NASCAR driver that <laughs> I avoided this accident. So you were tailgating, is what we. Found I wasn't out. tailgating. <laughs> it was a sudden stop of traffic. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll pause for the cause. It is Ask Ben your questions and our answers for the rest of the hour, as Larry King would say. So keep the questions coming in. We'll have more of Ask Ben. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Well, unfortunately, we do not uh, do shout-outs on Ask Ben because. We have strict rules here at Fox Sports Radio, and they just we just have to we can't do it. What if you were a sp- free spirit though, and like didn't follow rules? Well, if I was free of the restraints of the management and the man that I work for here at Fox, uh, then I would absolutely give a shout out to a Lyft driver who is driving between Sarasota and Tampa, because apparently uh, someone that we know might or might not have been in that Lyft car from Sarasota to Tampa. And the driver possibly was listening to the Ben Maller show. <laughs> I will say no more. But uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate that. Let's get back to it. Here we go. Let's do it. It is time now for more of Ask Ben. Your questions, our answers. And the MC of this, Kupalu. This is a question for everybody on the crew. This is from Robbie, the Mariners fan on Twitter. The great Robbie. Do you believe in ghosts, and if so, have you had a paranormal experience? Uh, yeah, I, I, when I was a kid, I believed in ghosts. Now as an adult, uh, no. There, there are some odd things that happen, though. There are some unexplainable things that happen, but do I think they're ghosts? No, I don't think they're ghosts. Eddie? 
Yeah, I don't really either. Uh, the only thing that ever happened to me that raises some questions was one time I was living in an apartment. I was watching TV. It was late at night, and my front door opened and closed, like slammed Ooh. shut. Ooh. And after I like I like froze for a few seconds, <laughs> like what the hell was that? And then I sprinted to the door. I opened it up, and it's it was down a long hallway, and there was no one there. Ooh, <laughs> spooky. Yeah, <laughs> Danny, see. Big Ben, my mom told me and my brothers that they were that ghosts are just bad angels who got kicked out of heaven. <laughs> oh, is that right? And I think she had to come up with this story because we moved from L.A. to San Jose, California. And the first house my mom rented there, I, I swear it was haunted. Cabinets would open and slam in the middle of the yeah. night. Our bedroom window would go up and down. Uh, it, it was a creepy house. And finally, my mom moved out of that house. So I think that... After that, she's like, yeah, there probably are some ghosts. I, I heard a magician years ago who did, like, seances, and he told me all – he said all the tricks that they use in the seance, right? And so, I, you know, talking to ghosts, and I don't know. Uh, Coop, what about you? I, I never was a believer, but uh, one time, uh, shortly after high school, I was hanging out with uh, some friends in a, in a park late at night, and I, I thought I saw something, something – ghost-like in the distance, but yeah. I wasn't going to bring it up because that that may have been taking place, but I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't want to bring shot. it up to anybody because I was like, oh, I don't want to be that, that guy. Yeah, sure. And then all of a sudden, yeah. somebody else in the group was like, do you guys see that? And then it was a realization that there was something there. We, we all booked it. We left the park. It's funny. I don't really believe in ghosts, but I believe in like, uh, I, I know they're like spaceships. I know they're aliens. I, I, I believe in that stuff. I'm going all George Norrie on that, but on the, the ghost thing, no. All right, uh, what else we got, Koopa uh, If we can try and get through this one right, for okay. the whole gang from Dakota, did you ever think of running away as a child? Yes. Uh, me and a buddy in uh, Northwood Elementary were going to run away to Chicago. We had it all planned out. Uh, we were, we were going to – I don't remember exactly our plan to make money, but, yeah, we were going to run away to Chicago. Eddie? No, I was spoiled rotten. <laughs> I wasn't going anywhere. Uh, okay. Uh, Danny G. Hell, yeah. I daydreamed about that often. Went to my aunt's one time with every intention to stay. She kicked me out about after the third dinner she had to cook for me. She's like, get out of here. You're too expensive. Uh, Coop, what about you? As a child, you live in the Hollywood life. You didn't want to run away when you were a kid, did you? Never thought of running away, but I would sneak out late at night to the donut store, 2 a.m. for fresh <laughs> you, donuts. You still do that today! <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, anyway, it's the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox as we yap the night away. Now, I have a guy with a golden ticket here, but we have we have other stuff. To, should I take the golden ticket, Eddie, or should I do the thing I was planning on doing? Well, can you give us a hint on what is the thing you were planning on doing? I mean, is it it's really a, special? It and- involves a melody. It involves ooh, harmony. Ooh. I think the golden ticket's going to have to wait. Okay. All right. So the golden ticket's going to have to wait. That's uh, okay. Eddie Garcia has spoken. Do not be upset with me. I asked Eddie. Eddie said he would rather hear this than the golden ticket. Right, so I don't know all the details on this. I, I've gotten some cryptic messages from the Koopa Loop. He's kept this on the, the, the down low. I've not heard this. Uh, I'm told we have a song that is a collaboration uh, a piece of music that was put together by several P1s of the show, at least two of them, that conspired. Uh, anything else? A we collaboration. Should, it's a collaboration. So anything else we should know about this Koopa Loop? Yes, I, I am told that the the lyrics were written by Rod in Bakersfield. Okay. The and ambassador, Rod. There are uh, vocal backings 
uh, by another P1 listener of the show. Okay, so there's another one involved. So is this more Mozart, Beethoven? What are we looking at here? What kind of melody are we looking at? Well, what, 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 <laughs> ben, I didn't want to spoil it for myself okay, okay, either. Uh, I only uh, listened to the first, like, five seconds of the song. Okay, so we are going to debut. We've, we've debuted music before. I'm told this was done professionally. And I was in a recording studio. In a recording studio. Okay, so let's sit back, and I want you guys, uh, you you listening as well here, I want you to grade this, and uh, here we go. Ben Maller is a man. Yes, a big man. He's got his militia and gives them his sporting views. Ben Maller is a man. Yes, a big man. Big Ben. the Dodger cap on the top of old Ben to the heel of his Costco shoes. He's the rip-roaring sports talkingest man the world has ever knew. Ben Maller is a man, yes a big man, and he never forgets to bring along his faithful crew. There's Eddie Garcia, the coup de loop. Danny G Radio 2 These guys are better than the best dang crew You and I have ever knew Ben Maller is a man Yes, a big man Big Ben in the air everywhere For you and me Yeah! That is great! I'm not going to lie, the the toe is tapping That was awesome, that was great Coop, we got to put that on YouTube. Can we post that on YouTube? That was, that was high production value. That was, I don't know, are we allowed to put that on YouTube? That was really also, I good. I why not. Yeah, that was not, I like that. That was solid. I need a copy of that, Coop, too, because I got to. We're going to have to film something, like a montage to go. A music video? Yes. Yeah. Let's do, we'll do a music the, video. We'll do the boogie woogie. <laughs> <laughs> ben, like, lumbering down the hallway. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez. That was so good, it deserves a music video. It's not going to help my body image problems, but I, but I, I love big, it. you're uh, a big, I'm a big man. Very, very big man, yeah. That was great. We got to put that on the charts. I, I know someone that knows Ryan Seacrest. Can we get that Seacrest to play that on his top? 40 countdown show that he does? Or top 20 countdown? No? About as much chance as you have of uh, grabbing a sandwich with Steve Harvey. No, no, me and Steve Harvey are going to be BFF. When when Steve Harvey starts working across... No, 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 no. no. He's a sports guy. He's a down-to-earth guy. He doesn't like people. We are going to hang out together and have a great time. I might even become the sports guy. You guys are going to write memos together? No, no, I I could become the sports guy on the Steve Harvey morning show. You're fired. It could happen. And then maybe when Steve Harvey takes vacation, a sabbatical, a little hiatus there on, on the feud, uh, I might end up filling in. That could happen as well. Oh, yeah. Or I, le- I could see you hosting the family feud. Or at, least, at least, Eddie, if I don't host the family feud, at least allow us to be on the family feud. Like, I want to have the, why don't we fight as Fox Sports for the overnight show? We can fight the other crappy overnight shows that are out there. And we can see who's who's best. Yeah, I, I, could, I could see it now. Coop would be up there making a guess and better be yelling at him. That's a terrible guess, Coop. <laughs> that is a horrible job by you. No, no, no. I know how feud works. If you want to get on Family Feud, no matter how stupid the answer is, 
You ever say, oh, good job, good job, good answer, good answer, good answer. I've seen so many episodes of Family Feud. I, it's all scripted. I know everything. It's all choreographed, just like the Property Brothers and all those shows on the Home and Garden channel. It's the same thing. I would dominate Family Feud. I am so good at that game. I'm good, too. I, I do very well with Family Feud. All right, here's the deal. Listen, when Steve Harvey starts working here, I'll break the ice. Right? I'll, buy a, I'll buy some donuts. I'll buy a box of donuts. I'll bring them in here as a peace offering to Steve Harvey and his, his crew when they start working across the hall. And uh, by the end of the show, I think me and Steve will be bonding. We'll probably go out and have meals together once a week. It'd be great. You know, I think, that, I think that's possible. Unless he sees sanitary gloves on your hands, he's not going to want to take food from anybody. No, stop. He's not. Uh, who's the other You game? don't get that vibe from him from all the stories that were in the news oh, about the memo? Oh, and please. Don't just, look at him. Don't touch him. You think he's going to take no, food from you? No, that's fake. They're just trying to knock down. He can't be that big a douche and be as successful as he is. Come ha. on. Please. <laughs> Who's the celebrity that you can't touch? The guy that was on. It was the game show with the boxes. That Howie get, Mandel. Yeah, Howie Mandel. That guy. Now, that I think is legit. Like, yeah, Howie's got some serious mental issues with that stuff. I think that's documented. I haven't heard that much about Steve Harvey, though. There's been a lot of stories in the tabloids about Harvey, though, lately. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Great job on that song. Uh, thank you, guys. I'm very, uh, very flattered and honored. You, you went above and beyond the call. And that was tremendous. Uh, very nice. I think we'll have to replay it again on tomorrow's show. Yeah, I think we should play that. That should be in our rotation. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.